So when you think about it, say no. Maybe people will think I'm not humble. I got to just keep these things to myself. Look, there's no there's no sin to thinking big, to dreaming big, to thinking prosperity. Actually, there's no even sin to thinking of a lot of money. We have limitations that have limited us and limited our dreams and we, we cannot go anywhere because of number one. Even the foundational classes that we went in different congregations and wherever we came from, thank God, they took us to where they took us. But now, it's a time for God to, re, to do something new, to reboot that mentality. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise God. But look, immediately the first thing after the dream, what happened? Opposition. I thought that when they heard that you are anointed man of God, they were going to come and salute and say, Oh, wonderful, you are anointed. Hey, bless you, ABC, amen. But you know what? Sometimes when they heard that, the first thing they heard that you are anointed, you know what happened? Opposition will arise. Amen. Why is it that God allows the first thing to rise? Opposition. Look at Jesus. John the Baptist coming in front of everybody. John the Baptist says, This is the one that takes what? He said, I'm not worthy to do what? Even to touch his sandal. Then John, in front of everybody, accept the man. He take the man, he put him inside water. Listen, the heaven opened. A dove come, settle on the man. Everybody that was there, the Bible said, they hear clear, clear. They hear, this is what? A voice come from heaven. Look, that was enough to save the whole world. <laughs> but you know what? Immediately, what was the first question that the devil asked Jesus after that incident? What was the first question? If you are. Where do we learn? If you are. Immediately after something wonderful has happened, come from wonderful, powerful meeting. If you are. Does he need to prove it? Look, does he need to prove it? Does he need to begin throwing words? You know, I am. Doesn't need to prove it. Doesn't need to exchange one with this. Uh, I am, you know. Uh, uh. He, look, this thing was everything. Everybody. <laughs> Every opposition that comes against you is a confirmation that the hand of God is upon your life. Every opposition that is coming against your dream is a confirmation that that dream is a God-given dream. Every every opposition that comes to rise up against you is a confirmation. So every day when you see a composition come against you, rise up and lift up your shoulder, walk tall and say, I'm a child of God, I am more than a conqueror. Thank God for the opposition. Let it come by, I am tougher. I am tougher than nails. Let it come. We got a lot of weak people in this new century Christianity. Every time you want to call pastor, say, pastor, I'm sick. Pastor, pray for me. Pastor, hey, baby. Ah, 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 ah. No. Nah. We can't manage like that. When opposition comes, lift up your voice and say, thank God. Oh, my. Listen to the book of Acts. When opposition arose against the apostles, man of God, what did they do? They thank God and they celebrated. They said, it's wonderful that God has counted us worthy to go through this thing. It's wonderful. It's wonderful that God has counted you worthy to go through everything you've gone through. I tell you, child of God, you could stand up and give him a praise today and say, thank God he has counted me worthy to go the things I've gone through. 
allowing me to go through it. So the first thing that happens, these people they begin to hate him. They just begin to hate him. Do you know what, man? Do you know what, man of God? Do you know there are some people they who, even if, even if you bought them some even a car and give them, have you seen this kind of thing? They will just want to hate you. No reason. <laughs> Is that true, though? Even if we take them today, come, come, come. He said, let me go and take you to McDonald's or something. He will come out of that place. He will go badmouth you like nobody's business. And now look at her. She came here, she's taking me to McDonald's. Does she think I don't have money to go and chop for McDonald's myself? You understand? He said, today you came up with a beautiful suit. He said, today I want to go and bless somebody with this suit. You know what he said? He said, look at this man. The other day, it's just when he arrived there in America. Now he think he can be dashing me suits. There are some people that can just hate you for no good reason. But let me tell you something. As you are on your path to fulfilling your destiny, I want you to understand that your destiny is greater than the hatred of people. Your destiny is greater! Is greater! They don't have to like you. As a matter of fact, show me that thing in the Bible where the Bible says that everybody shall like you. It's not there. Show me that stupidity in the Bible where the Bible says that everybody must like you. You must, you must be a nice person. As a matter of fact, Jesus himself, one man come to Jesus and say, good Lord. He said, hey, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. What did you call me? He said, I call you good. Hey, no, 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 don't do this thing again. Please. I'm not good. Ladies who are not married, by the time you meet with a 33-year-old man and he tells you, I'm not good. <laughs> Amen. You understand? Somebody will get that thing. Say, "Oh man, we got talking about there." You get it later. It's not everybody that must like you. It's not everybody that must speak good about you. Some of us we are catching stress for no good reason because somebody talks something about you. They don't. They don't have. Look, you're living in your house. They're living in their own house. Look, what's the problem? He said he looks at me in a certain way. Ah. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, wake up, wake up. It is time to fulfill your destiny. It is time to fulfill your destiny. It is time, it is time, it is time. Touch somebody, tell me. It's time, it's time, it's time. Look at this man, Joseph. One thing I like about the man of God. Look, this man, Joseph, is a wonderful man. Verses 9, you know what verses, immediately verses 8 says they hated him the more. You know verses 9 says what? And yet he dreamt again. You can dream again, child of God. It doesn't matter what I've said about you, you can dream again. Dare to dream again. I said, dare to dream again. It doesn't matter what you've gone through, dare to dream again. It doesn't matter what you're facing. The battle line has been drawn. You know, when the devil says he's going to declare war against you, you also go back and say, I'm declaring war on your wall. Not becoming softy, softy. Say, oh, 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 man of God, look. I remember one testimony from Bishop Benson in Dahosa when he was in this place. What is that place? The, uh, which this state where they lived in, where the witches were disturbing? Yeah, Benin City. Thank you. One day when he wake up in the morning in Africa, for us who are from Africa, we know we are talking about when we talk about witchcraft. Listen, eh? There's some place witchcraft is serious, serious. Amen. <laughs> 
Now, Benin City was very tough by that time. Amen. And uh, there is a kind of witchcraft which they used to do at that time. Amen. And uh, they come and put it outside your door. So when you open your door, the first person that opened your door, if you don't look well, if you dump that thing, Amen. What happened? It's finished. <laughs> you understand? If you jump that thing, what happened? You just fall behind. And it was it used to happen. So in the morning, as Bishop Benson is also moving to that place, he begin to make a move of the of the Holy Ghost, preaching and doing all sorts of stuff. So the witches were disturbed about this thing. They go and concoct some something serious. They say we want to fix this man. They concocted that serious concoction. Put it outside his door. When the woman woke up first, it was not the bishop who woke up, it was the wife. When the woman woke up first, when opened the door, she lived up and said, oh, gene, Look, eh, we are dead. As bishop came back and said, You and who? <laughs> oh man. And the man I can't lift it up that thing with this. Hey, he said, My husband, why did you leave this thing with your hand? <laughs> he said, He lifted up that thing with his hand. It was a pot. And as he lifted it up, he took one step outside. He said, As I dropped this pot down on the ground, whosoever brought it here, he shall fall at the same time. He dropped a bear, that witch, the same, same place. Come. The heart burst. The man collapsed. Look, when the enemy come with war, you also come with the war. Unless you got a problem that you're not telling us. <laughs> Maybe you know your life, amen. But when they come, the enemy come with war. Are you going to say, now we are finished? When who? I'm not there. One day, Jesus and the disciples are in the boat. They are going, 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 going. The wind begins to blow. Hey, the disciple put their hand on the head. Say, Jesus, yeah, we are finished. And the man was asleep. <laughs> the man was what? The man was asleep. You can imagine there is a heavy wind. The crazy stuff is happening in the ministry. In the, and this is Jesus' international ministry. They are going to preach. Jesus himself is there. And everybody is there. And the wind is blowing this Jesus' international ministry. And Jesus is asleep. Say, so what kind of man is this? Wake him up. Amen. He said, what kind of man is this? He said, wake him up. He said, master, master, don't, don't you care that we perish? I believe one thing that Jesus would have asked them, you and who? <laughs> Look, one thing that Jesus understood was the word of God that had been spoken about his life. He knew one thing. I'm, 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 where I'm going to die is on a tree. So he woke up, looked around. Oh, there are no trees. Hello? Ah, refuse to accept car accident. It is not your portion. It is not your portion. I said car accident is not your portion. So Jesus stood up and said, He calmed the wind. Because as far as he's concerned, he knew he was going to hang on a tree. He was not going, you can imagine now the Bible would have been cut short. He said, One day they were going on a mission and they drowned. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Dare to dream again. I'm here to say, dare to dream again. It doesn't matter what you've gone through and what people have said about you. It doesn't matter what they've brought up against you, the charges they brought against you, man of God. It doesn't matter what the devil 
man is trying to cook outside there, come back and say, I'm declaring war over the devil's war. I'm declaring war. Over the, lift up your hand and say it. I'm declaring war over the devil's war. Lift up your hand and declare it again. I'm declaring war in my finances. I'm declaring war. Lift up your voice and pray. Pray, 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 pray. She got a brochure. Baba